X-rated movies, the podcast that shows Ryan's quick decline into alcoholism. My name is Ryan Whedon, and I am one of your hosts of this movie podcast by two guys who used to date, and now they don't. That is alcoholic code for I'm an alcoholic. What's your name over there? Wait, you're swaying. Uh, Careful. (laughs) Aim for the mic. My name is Jake Steele, and I was an adult film actor in such movies as uh, Video Rental Boys and Video Rental Boys Part 2, The New Come. Matt, what is up with you these days, my friend? Wow. Like, I I thought that, like, I'm a, you're a bartender. Like, you drink for a living. Meanwhile, like, I drink basically only when I'm recording a podcast and never any other time. So the idea that, like, you're so much more lit than I am is is a little shocking. I'm, I'm a Look, little surprised. Here's a peek behind the curtains, everyone. We're recording several episodes at once here because I'm going on vacation next week. Bye-bye. And uh, so this is the third episode that we're recording. And guess what? We drink while we're doing this podcast. I don't know if that's a shocker for anybody. The, we record these like Jeopardy where they do five in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, sometimes if you feel like the quality isn't quite what it should be, it's because we're a little exhausted by the time we get to movie five. <laughs> We've just uh, already recorded one full episode. But here we are. We're ready to do a new episode. And now we're going to start it off with opening banter. Well, you know what I think we should start off with? What? Our drinks are about the same amount full, would you say? Yeah. What would you say if we do a little ASMR off and see who can drink the most sumptuously till the glass is empty? Who, are we doing this? Okay, so... Who, who can question, make the best sounds? Question. Are we doing this in turns? No. Or are we just doing this at the same time? I trust you to be a competent enough sound engineer to put them like in... Pan oh, them oh, one, on, one on one ear, one yeah, on the other? Yeah. You're left, I'm right. No, well, usually I do it the other way around. I, I, I pan you a little left and me a little right. So you'll be full left, I'll be full right. Why? Why? I'm on the right. Well, it depends on where you're standing, I suppose. I'm on stage right. No. Where's the where's the stage? We're on the stage. So the audience is over there? Why would the audience <laughs> be over there? Well, if you're stage right, that's over that's where the audience is. That's the wall, right? Well, I know. You're the one who said you're stage right. Wow, I I guess I've overestimated your skills. This is terrible fun. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Here we go. I'm going to pan you however I feel the fuck I want to. Wow. Okay, you're going to pan me stage left. All right. Best I'm gonna ASMR go right. drinking. You ready? <laughs> Till it's empty. Don't laugh. Oh, yeah. Oh, look who's the winner. Wait, I thought that we weren't doing a race. We were doing the best ASMR. You're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> look at you. You dribbled all over yourself. Good lord. Please don't take a picture. Get that camera out of here. It looks like the Philippines on your shirt. (laughs) Shut up. Wow.
<laughs> oh man, this is hot mess over what there. What have we become? What have we become? This is not just me. You've got dribbles what? on you too. No, those are holes. Oh, those are... <laughs> oh, that's just your regular attire. I got gotcha. you. As we said earlier, this is not our first episode of the night, and it's a little warm in here, so I changed into something a little bit more comfortable that would not arouse Ryan because he's easily aroused. So you chose a electric blue negligee. I got it. <laughs> well, you know what I have to do now. What's that? Go get the other bottle of rosé. Oh, my God. Great. In the meantime, I'll improv. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh, here, this I'll is, hurry back. I'm going to aim for my type five here, okay. So, you know how Superman fly, <laughs> flies around. And uh, the the first thing they say is, look, up in the air. Oh, it's a bird. It's a plane. Do you think that they ever got excited about birds back in that time? Your day job, you hack. Uh, security, can I have this man removed? Let go of me! Clearly drunk. I pay the cover! Did I ever tell y'all the joke about when I made a fried patty out of chickpeas and spices? You are not funny, la 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 la. <laughs> well, I feel awful about it. Oh. Alright, that was funny. <laughs> Thank you! You have four more minutes to go, by the way. Uh. Ha. Uh. Who here has been fisted by the Hulk before? Is it just me? That guy over there has. Uh, this guy knows, he knows what I'm talking, talking about. about. <laughs> this guy knows. <laughs> we really are racing to the bottom this season, aren't we? <laughs> like we're just. Uh, well, you have to keep talking because I spilled some some seltzer water. Oh, who's a spiller now? Matt's making soda water islands on his coffee table. This one looks like. Mm, the island from uh, Jurassic Park, Costas Bravos. Isn't that the guy who directed Z? <laughs> what What am I? Uh, Wikipedia? I don't know. Okay, Ryan, you're off the hook. That was a rough type five. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, shut up. We're going to talk about this movie right now. <laughs> I will reach over this mic and slap you in your beautiful face. Today. Yeah? We're talking about a movie that's bad, and it's gay, and it's a horror movie. It's called Into the Lion's Den. First impressions, go. Is it a horror movie? Y-N-N. <laughs> no, you didn't get that vibe? Well, I mean, it's like a, a thriller, a suspense thriller, but like when I think of horror, well, I don't know. I guess it's horror the same way that like Hostel's a horror in that it's shitty. <laughs> but I mean, it's not horror in like there's like a, a slasher element or that there's a monstrous element or a supernatural element. I think that there was supposed to be, though. And that's the thing that drew me to this. The premise is that it's three guys from los angeles gays who are taking a road trip to new york on their vacation which like honey take a plane like oh yeah they said that it took them like weeks yeah and they only had like a few weeks left for their vacation like why didn't you just fly Jeez, especially the one is like they're all just doing it on one of them's 
parents' credit card. Like, just fly. Yeah, and the one one of them, <laughs> there is one of them, <laughs> is like, I have bills to pay. I have a job to go to. It's like, well, then why'd you take, like, the scenic route from L.A. to New York? I'm pretty sure people make this flight relatively frequently. Uh, yeah. So, the uh, yeah, it's three characters, Michael, Johnny, and Ted, which... As we discussed in the previous episode, these game movies have some of the blandest names. And I, I will say this movie at least had a person of color in it, where Three Day Weekend was like nine people, all of which were like white brunettes, and one of them had blonde streaks, and that, that was the, the hint of diversity. What? Okay, so I'm just going to be honest. When you said those three names, I don't remember who any of the characters were. Can we Can we clarify Who's who with those names? So I remember Johnny because he was in a movie I watched, another bad gay movie called Slutty Summer. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, really? So, So Johnny's the one that gets roofied first. Johnny is the one who dies. Yes. Okay, great. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Whatever. We'll get there. He was in a movie called Slutty Summer that I watched where, spoiler alert, he plays an aging queenie (laughs) slut. (laughs) He's his type. He's hot. Like, I would 100p sleep with him. Really? I'm sorry. (laughs) You're throwing this like... Oh, you'd sink to that level, stare at me? He sucks. He's awful. Why? Why but, would you no, stare no. at him? No, no, no. Like, like, as a human being, he's a piece of shit. Like, I get it. But, like, as a piece of tail, he's pretty hot. I disagree. He looks old and tired. A, wait for it, he's your age. <laughs> he's younger than me, thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, and no, he's got that nice chiseled jawline. His hair's dumb in this movie. It's better in Slutty Summer, but... He just looks tired and old. And I think that that's perfect for the part. But I don't want to, I don't want to bang it. I don't want to bang anyone in this movie. I want to bang Johnny. I think he's hot. Great. He's obnoxious as fuck. Yeah. Like, you know... You're ready for that? O-A-F. You're ready for that? But, you know, in a hit it and quit it situation, 100 Some kind of sexual innuendo, no matter what you say. You're like, hey, let's make chicken. And he's like, I'll be your chicken yeah. bottom, baby. Yeah, that's fine. That You're into that. It's an ideal hit it and quit it situation. I mean, if he never said a word the entire time, maybe. Uh, do we want to go over the plot at all? Yeah, I think <laughs> the plot is super important to this movie. <laughs> Okay, run down for me the basics of this movie. So, we've got our three protagonists, Johnny, Ted, and Reginald, and they are taking a road trip to New York from Los Angeles to New York. Woo! Spring break! <laughs> and they're about five hours outside of New York City when they're like, woo, we've, we've really like undershot our... Time plan, let's stay the night in this like podunk wherever town. I think you're missing the key plot point of when they take uh, photos at that train. I'm getting there. No, I'm doing the broad strokes. We'll get back to the train. Hold on. So just cool your jets. Just 
Stay calm, Ryan. <laughs> Just cool it. We're getting to it. So they stay the night in this uh, wherever town, Amishville. Bates Motel. A, um, yeah, Amishville, Bates Motel, Pennsylvania. And they eventually go to this bar, which is called the Lion's Den. And, uh, because and Johnny juice. was hitting on some guy on Bender. Uh, app called Bender. I'm Bender. You know, the lovable rascal. Can you not just use Grinder? Is that really something that, were they so worried about being sued about that? Can't you just say Grinder? I don't know. Like, I, is I, it really that proprietary? Yeah, I feel like if, if you're going to make a movie and you want to avoid getting sued, you should make up your own app. Fair enough. Which looked fine. BT dubs like it was fine but between us girls would you really meet someone if you hadn't seen a face pic of them uh uh-uh. yeah and he does it twice doesn't he like with that gas station attendant so the gas station attendant is a real life porn star right i don't remember his name jake Steele. okay 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 because i was like wait is that the name of the porn star from pornography a thriller no, mm. it's Jason Steele in Pornography, a Thriller. Mm. And this actor, like at least his nom de plume, is Jake Steele. <laughs> the first time I saw this, I remember seeing that person's dick. And like I watched this today yeah. on Vimeo and I did not see their dick. Okay, so I watched it on DVD. Okay. And yeah, Johnny like pulls down his underwear and his dick is like... Semi-hard, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And then today when I watched it on uh, Vimeo, that was not the case. And I was like, mm, we're missing something important here. We're, listening a little, we're missing a little ching Yeah. Because, you know, the John Waters episode, I, I know we're weeks and weeks out from it, but he talks about in like the commentary for Desperate Living that hard dicks are like the one thing that like you can't do to like not be deemed x-rated hey that's the name of the show like if you do that then you're pornography and you can only be shown in you know x-rated movie houses Hmm. and when johnny pulls down jake Steele's underwear on the dvd that i saw it's like i don't want to say full mast but definitely half it's a little floppy but yeah i remember I i definitely remember the first time watching this thinking like oh wow here we are like this is vaguely pornographic yeah it's it's definitely like oh yeah you know i could put my mouth around that and work it to completion (laughs) um but there wasn't that was not in the vimeo version that i watched today well chalk one up for physical media there you go yeah for Um, sure like i mean you get you still get dicks don't get me wrong but not in the way that i remember from watching it the first time on the dvd because i i legitimately like rewound it a little bit i was like was that how hard was that dick uh so anyway they are stuck in podunk wherever and like on bender our slutty older aging queen decides to fuck some dude in this horrible towny bar called the lion's den Wow, you are so... Judgy? Yes. Yeah, just your West Coast elitist. Like, you don't know that this wasn't the hot spot for gay hookups. Just because you work in a place where people have sex in the bathroom and you're basically just beating them off with a broom and, you know, you're tall and slender, so you're beating them off with a broom yourself... Um, I'm sorry. I beat them off with a muddler. 
while I myself am not terribly worldly, I have heard when you go to these remote places, it's actually very hard to like hook up with someone on <gasps> Grinder. No. Or other hookup apps. Um, um Scruffter. Scruffter, yeah. Um Glinder. <laughs> because the gentlemen who go on these apps tend to be married so they don't put a face picture up right because they're worried about exposure or they're underage so they don't want to be found out that way and they're also like six miles away even when like someone is within the standard realms of attractiveness yeah Ryan, what made you pick this movie for this season? I don't know. <laughs> I was, I, so, I mean, to me, this is a bad gay movie. This is a movie that was aiming for horror genre in like a gay idea. So you and think this movie's bad? I do, yeah. yeah. Do you think this movie's good? No. <laughs> okay. No, not at all. In fact, quite the opposite. Good. Uh, that's important because I think that there are moments like I like the idea. So if you're thinking of a horror setup, I like the idea of city gays going to the sticks and like dealing with homophobia. Like that sounds like a real idea for horror. Like that's a good setup for horror. Legit. Like I do have a fear of small towns and I fully understand that a lot of it is like not founded in reality. Sure. Same here. Because like, you know, w- when I go camping or I go, I just go traveling to like the coast like with friends, we often have to travel through small towns. And especially when I go camping, it's like we hit some real small towns. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, like, we're going into dangerous territory. But, like, we'll stop and get gas, and it's nothing but, like, the loveliest, most kind, generous people. Sure. And then I suddenly, I'm like, oh, I'm a, a West Coaster elitist piece of shit for thinking that these people are anything other than just super generous, super neighborly, super kind. But... Then we go to, like, a different town where it's, like, oh, there's 14 churches, like, per capita here. And you have to go to mass every single night. And if you don't, you're a heathen that's shunned from society. And then that's when I'm, like, oh, well, I'm not welcome here. Like, even if there's a church that, like, welcomes me. There's 13 other churches that do not welcome me. I mean, and it's a great setup for the idea of a horror movie for gays. Like, I, you know, I've seen several, like, horror gay-themed movies. And, like, this one has the potential to be really good. But then also later on, there's, like, a, there's like a weird... And I don't agree with this, but, like, there's, like, a rape scene where there's, like, a fear of women that I think is, like played with in this movie so like there's potential for this movie to be good and also like a fear of like rural america just thinking that like all gays have hiv that is also an element that could be played with well that is just completely fumbled in this movie well i mean at least 50 percent of them do right what do you mean 
Well, I mean, if we're doing a a, a, a survey of present company, then at least fifty percent of them do, right? Fumble it. How <laughs> oh. <laughs> HIV? Oh yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It's only because I'm a brutal top that like that's the only reason I've avoided it. Like you know, listen, I got HIV from being a top. Don't scare me like that. You absolutely can, Matt. I'm depending on that. This is like Theo and Hugo now. Is this a new horror? Yeah. The new horror? No, it's like, remember in Theo and Hugo when they're, they're like in the hospital, like looking up the statistics? Don't do that to me. Oh, listen, I'm an anomaly in that way. I didn't say Amelie. I saw you roll your eyes. Anomaly. So there's all these like elements that, that like I can kind of see making for a good horror movie, but like they just, God, give it three more passes with the script, you know? So I appreciate the idea that like gays in a rural USA situation could make for a horror film. Do you agree? I, I don't know what you just said. I'm just enjoying the ride. <laughs> but this what, movie- we're watching USA tonight. <laughs> Oh my god. That's still a station? Can we watch Burn Notice? Matt, in what ways did you hate this movie? Go. Uh none. Go. You love this movie. This was your favorite movie. I this beats out Chinatown and uh Chinatown Mulholland Drive and Into the Lion's Den. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is the love of my life. Wow. I love this movie, Ryan. The acting was spec. Spectacular. I can't get enough of it. So um, you really loved uh, Kevin or whatever <sighs> our uh, sad shower protagonist's name is. No, I hate him. I like Johnny. Right. And, and you were all focused on Johnny. You know he dies in this movie. I like to think that's made up. <laughs> I like to think that's just a... a, a f- th- th- it's movie magic that... Everything after he gets the arrow through the heart is just a, a, a fantasy of his heaven because the other two people abandon him in his moment of need. So his version of heaven is the other people getting their comeuppance. Yeah, come up with a rebuttal to that one, dipshit. So this is this is uh, Johnny's movie and not Michael's. The moment you remember the characters' names, I'll agree with you. I did just now remember their names. Which one's Michael? Michael is the um, dumb one who takes a shower and has back knee, and Ted is the African American one who tries to stab him with a dildo while he's in the shower. And Johnny is the one that you want to fuck and are in love with and want to marry and have lots of children with. Okay, so I hate him as a character. This guy, so he's an aging queen, party queen. He's never developed any kind of personal characteristics other than like, aren't I fun and cute? Because every line out of his mouth is some sort of like sexual innuendo joke. He just sucks. Like, I don't want to spend any time with this character. Do you like him? Well, no, he's a hit it and quit it situation. I want to have sex with him, and then I never want to see him again. I mean, he's just so annoying. But that's also what he wants. Like, he 
make sure that his ass is tight and that his chest is buff and that his hair is quaffed and that's all he is and that's all I want out of him. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like supposed to be a character trait for him is that like I'm an old aging party boy but like he doesn't mature out of it. Okay. And so he dies. I guess I don't know if that's the lesson or not, but well, like, yeah, it's a <sighs> boy. I don't know if we want to get into morals with this movie. We absolutely have to. It's a horror movie, so quote unquote. Well, because yeah, does he die like in like the old school like you know eighty uh, uh, slasher flick sense? That's like because he's like the slut, he has to die. I assumed that. Or is it, you know, in a different sense, like the where because he's an otherwise innocent and he's murdered, that the the murderers have to die? Because Johnny, well, you hate him, and you put your sense of Catholic morality onto him. He's not doing anything that his sense of morality would disagree with. Like he, yeah, he's a party boy. He's a slut, but he's not disagreeing with his own morality. I don't disagree with his morality. I just think he's annoying. But is annoying reason enough to be murdered with uh, uh, a crossbow? No. Impudence. (laughs) No, I don't. I mean, Low body count in this movie for a horror movie. Let's be honest. Because it's not a horror movie. We we lose three people, but we spend a lot of time with Johnny's cadaver. And that, that's the name of my new band, by the way. We spend a lot of time with Johnny's cadaver? Just Johnny's cadaver. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Thank I'm you, not Glenn. pretentious. <laughs> so do you just like uh, uh, e-stim porn? Because I know you like a little movie called Socket. Uh... <laughs> But Never also, Johnny is like strapped to a table with electrodes like put into like his temples, and like he gets like a, a you know car battery shock to him so that he clenches up real tight while the uh, bartender slash rapist like has sex with him. Right? Are you just into Eastim stuff? Uh, Lord, no. That sounds awful. You do like a lot of East End movies, though. Well, they seem to show up a lot in gay-themed things. So Okay, okay. Let's, let's finish the plot real fast. So, like, there's this bar that they go to, and, like, We're Johnny... We're still focused on that? Oh, I thought we'd move past it. <laughs> okay, continue. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> this is our worst episode. This is <laughs> our worst. Johnny episode bendered into meeting someone at the lion's den and they don't show up and then everybody leaves and fucking the bar- it turns out the bartender was the one who bendered him there yeah that body and- shot was really misleading oh yeah that bar- that bartender did not look like that and so he gets him drunk and then drugs him and then they go and like pulls him down into this weird cellar and like straps him down and like electrocutes him and fucks him while he's electrocuting him and like he has a wife who is like, I love it when he fucks these guys because some reason. And she's like, come, baby, come. And then he escapes eventually, but then dies because 
crossbow. Yeah, they're like, oh fuck, we can't have this guy. And then like those people, the uh, the lady and the bartender, are like, well, we got to get rid of his friends too because otherwise this is a problem. Right, because they went to this bar called the Lions Den. It's not a gay bar. It's not. And everyone saw them like being gay, but Johnny stayed behind when Michael and Ted went back to the hotel. Johnny stays back, gets way too drunk, and the bartender spikes his drink with something, some sort of powerful roofie. By the way, Johnny is the worst customer. Speaking as a bartender. Give it to me. Something strong. Anything. Double. Triple. Twelve times. Bucket loads. I want the best you got. Give it to me good. What do you want? <laughs> I mean, personally, I hate it. You're him. like, here's a double of house vodka. Yeah. I get that a lot. Like, people come in and like, just give me something strong. And you're like, so oh, a right. shot of whiskey. Yeah. It doesn't get any stronger than that. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. So we should mention that Michael, the white guy that's not Johnny, okay, has been having, depending on how you look at the movie, either visions of the future or flashbacks of being dragged through an empty field slash forest. This is a problem because it's very unclear as to whether he's having dreams or flashbacks. You're right. So... I thought he was having a flashback because at one point they show the face of someone burying him and it doesn't look like him and it doesn't look like anyone else we've seen. And I was like, oh, that must have been like the lover or something because we get the implication that there was like a a lover previous to this who died unceremoniously okay because johnny and michael had that fight at the bar and 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 johnny's like you thought it should have been me and not blah 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 and he's and michael's like that's not true and like slams the door and so i was like oh well whoever they're fighting about must have been this other person who Michael is having these, like, flashbacks of. Okay. But. (laughs) That doesn't really come into play. Yeah. Yeah. Because as the movie goes on, I'm like, oh, the person that he was having a flashback of or a vision of is just him covered with blood. But I was like, oh, I thought he looked different in the flashbacks. I thought, like, it was a different actor. But it might have been the same actor who was just also another white guy. And, you know, all white guys look the same to me after a while. It's weird because it's like the dreams he's having, whereas like being chased by somebody with a crossbow actually happens at the end of the movie. The woman who rapes him, which we haven't even talked about yet, the owner of the bar eventually kidnaps and restrains Johnny so yeah Michael Michael well, eventually well no well Johnny first Johnny first the bartender at the bar drugs Johnny 
and, and fucks him while he's strapped down with like electrodes to his temple, like. And his wife, one flew over the cuckoo nest style. Yeah, his wife. They have an understanding where he's allowed to fuck people. Uh, Which, if I was married to a guy that like only got off on fucking dudes who were strapped down with electrodes to their temples, like, be like, hmm, he's probably gay. <laughs> like, just just a hunch. Well, she seems to accept that, but she's also like willing to. Uh, play along with it yeah or just like she's ggg for say, it say okay yeah let's pretend you're still straight he's really into it though i know like like and i got the impression that that dude was actually gay like the way he would like touch the person he was fucking like i was like well this seems like pretty gay so the director of this movie did do other movies and the bartender slash rapist is in those movies oh okay so, yeah, there's a, a decent percentage that he's actually gay in real life. Right. I mean, I got that impression. But um, so, like, his wife, quote unquote, who's also an owner of the bar, is like, we let him fuck men because that works for us, but we have to drug them and lock them down, and then we will give them roofies so they don't remember it, and then everything's fine, and he can do this all the time. Right. They they're like he's supposed to wake up on the side of the road with a big ass ache and a horrible hangover. Right. But this goes awry because Johnny's a rebel. Never Be- ever does what he they should. They underestimated how quickly Johnny's liver can process toxins and he Boy. wakes up from these roofies and can like break out of these straps and kick the bartender in the face can we just end the podcast right now i hate this we are we might be a little a pinch more drunk than usual this is this is terrible i am like just just way uh, more drunk than i'm used to just a, a hair over the usual line listen I hate this movie. <laughs> oh, this movie was so as we haven't even talked about like the train scene, which we promised to well, come no, back I, to. I was going to talk about like when the wife rapes Michael. We got to talk about the rape scene. Let's get it down. Rape scene. So she injects his dick with something with chemicals to give him a hard on. We assume. yeah, and she's like, it's like the bored spinster cure or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she starts riding him, and he's like, Get off of me! And she's like, Get it! Get it! Get it! Get it! And then she, like, starts searching through his pockets, and it was like, Oh, you got some party favors here, too. And he's like, Yeah, it's my HIV meds, bitch. <laughs> she's like, Fuck you, you faggot! Fuck you, fuck no. you faggot! She starts trying to pee it out. It was like, like, It's too like, late now. She puts some, like, We've all been there. <laughs> Gas station level foamy uh, soap on her vagina, just like rubbing it out. She like. just takes up like diesel hose and like puts it up her <laughs> vajay. And it's she like. She knows that'll clear it out. Too late, honey. Too late. Listen, I don't even have like a big statement to say about it. Like this movie is lame. The dialogue is terrible. Mm-hmm. 
Well, there was a moment like, okay, so the name of the bar is Start called, from square one. The name of the bar is called the Lion's Den. Uh-huh. And, and how do we come across the name of the bar? There's an establishing shot of the bar that says it, and they've definitely post-proed Lion's Den onto it. But also in, in the app, Bender, it, the, the dude says, right, right, right. meet me at Lion's Den. Well, I just remember seeing that shot, and I was just like, why... Did we have trouble with the collectible caboose in uh, Altitude Falling? <laughs> Couldn't they do something similar to this? Like, it doesn't look good. Like, it looks post-pro, but it was also like, if you can add the lion's den as a sign, you can cover up the collectible. collectible. <laughs> what can you do to the collectible caboose? You can cover up the collectible caboose sign okay. in Altitude Falling. Third time's a charm. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much did you hate this movie? 1 being loved it, 10 being hated it. I don't know if I, I, I'm a good judge in this because remember a, a couple months back when I was talking about how like when I and a friend of the pod, Devin Sheridan, were doing like that marathon in February. It was like it's the shortest month, so we were doing the longest movies. So we were watching like... Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet and Dr. Zhivago and movies like that, like really long movies in the shortest month of the year. And it sort of like skewed my view of like, what's a long movie. Like I'd go home with like, Oh, Goodfellas is only two hours and 45 minutes. It's a breeze. I'll watch it. No problem. I think I'm kind of getting to that with, with bad game movies because I was watching this yesterday and I was like, you know what? This is fine. Like, this is a solid six. But then I was actually thinking, I was like, no, no, no. If I compare this to like other good movies, this is like a two. <laughs> but I haven't watched a good movie since watching this movie. So this movie in comparison to the other game movies, like, all right, if I compare it to Altitude Falling, Testosterone, uh, Three Day Weekend... And a siren uh, in the dark. And a siren in the dark. I'm not including pornography a thriller because that's a good movie. Don't include that. In fact, I'd go as far to say that's a great movie. If I'm comparing to those movies, like, poof, this is like a, a four and a half out of ten. But what if is I it, what is it better than, and what is it worse than? It's better than altitude falling. It's better than testosterone. It's better than. Uh, Siren in the Dark. It's probably not. Well, no, it's probably better than Three Day Weekend. Wow, this is your favorite movie of this season. <laughs> if we're not including pornography, a thriller. Well, because that was good. Yeah, if we're not including those uh, pornography, a thriller. Yeah, this was probably my favorite out of those other movies. Well, then now that begs the question: What did you like about it? Johnny was cute. <laughs> okay. And there was a plot. Okay. And this did seem to have some production values. So that puts it ahead of Siren in the Dark. The plot was more interesting than Testosterone. The production values put it ahead of uh, Altitude Falling. And it wasn't just stupid gay boy drama like Three Day Weekend. Where would you put it in the the grand miasma of bad game movies? I, I mean, I have to say, this is only my second time seeing this movie. Watching it on uh, repeat, I hated it less on the second time because I feel like 
it kind of swung for the fences in a way that I appreciate. And I actually kind of liked or appreciated some of the opening road trip stuff. When Jake Seal like puts his like when 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 the innuendo of his of him putting the the fuel lozenge into his car receptacle, the dick innuendo was very well executed. Yeah, not lost on the dumbest audience member. <laughs> Real quick, what did you think of Darla St. James? Is that the singer lady? Yes. Um she strikes me as a lady singer the gay boys would gravitate towards like a, a, she's like a Taylor Swift okay where she actually has no understanding of the struggle of gay men but gay men love her regardless like uh let's and say and she just capitalizes on that yeah like Eliza Minnelli I think understands our gayness or perhaps maybe even a Tom Cruise but Taylor Swift is like oh I'll just put the guy from uh, you know Panic at the Disco in my video and 15 year old girls love him so therefore gay male adults must also love him and uh, I'll just uh, rake in this cash which is not what Darla St. James is ever going to do. Well, no, she's not going to rake in cash, but she, she'll rake in tips the way the same way that Taylor Swift does. You think? I think her act sucks. No, her act sucks, but, like, if you live in, like, fucking, like, Methenburg, Pennsylvania, and, like, this is the type of bar that you have to, like, go to on, like, the hopes that you might get lucky... Yeah, you'll give her a tip. Maybe. I don't know. You think there's other good gay bars in Methenburg, Well, of course not. I don't even think the Lion's Den is a gay bar, but like... Well, no, it's not. That's the whole thing. It's a trap. Did you ever see the movie Red State? No. It, it, it had a similar premise except for like straight people, but it was like Christian, Catholic, fundamentalists posing as like hot horny housewives to attract 17 year old horny boys and like they like captured and tortured them you're less sympathetic for that demographic yeah i I don't care i really don't care about straight men so in general yeah in general even if they want hot horny housewives that just like need it good yeah wow good riddance wow yeah Hot horny housewives need love too. Sure. You don't care about them hoes? You don't love them hoes? I do not. <laughs> Can you say that for the podcast? I do not love them hoes. <laughs> Thank you. Obviously, we're done. You're here. so we're done here. over this podcast. No, I hate this episode. Let's go. What is happening next week? Next week, I, I kind of got a doozy for you. It's one that n- meshes all the the styles that we've been doing. 
It's part road movie, part romance, part melodrama. Uh, it's a little movie called The Trip. Hmm. There's many movies called The Trip. This is the gay movie called The Trip. If if you're looking it up and you see um, Peter Fonda, that's the wrong trip. Let's play your drunk and get the fuck out of here. Don't forget that we are always looking for great reviews and star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Jimmy Stewart Blumpkin. It's right there. All you have to do is type that in. Clack, clack, clack. Five stars and you're done. It's easy. Follow us on Twitter at X-Rated Movies. Follow us on Facebook at Rated X Movies. Go to our website xratedmovies.com we have an email account it's x.rated.movies at gmail.com that's us people that's us next week we are talking about the trip the trip until then keep reaching for that rainbow bye bye